Pack your bags, it's time to visit Las Vegas, America's capital for fun and entertainment. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Hello again and welcome to this weekend's Vegas Never Sleeps. I'm Stephen Maggi and this week's show is a lot of fun getting you ready for your next trip to the desert. Listening to the show, you know there are a lot of reasons to visit. There's entertainment, great food, back-to-nature excursions, and much, much more. But for almost everyone, gaming is on the top of the to-do list. Let's face it, it's what built the city in the first place, and it's what it's famous for. Whether your passion is blackjack, dice, or the slots, most people have their favorites, but the one thing about Vegas, it always evolves. So what's next in the world of gaming? It appears to be skill-based games. You'll meet Rick Velota of the Las Vegas Review-Journal, who will give you an insight into the future of playing Las Vegas. Later in the show, we will continue our conversation with world-renowned urban planner Stefan Al, who will discuss the changing architecture of the Vegas Strip and how it mirrors American culture. And your Vegas insider, Scott Robin, discusses his choice for the best show in town, which you can see each week at Planet Hollywood. We all remember the days where the casino was full of slot machines and you could play there, or of course the games, cards of any type, uh, dice, you name it. There's a new game in town, though, as the evolution of gaming continues. This one's aimed at a younger audience, and it's the actual type of gaming where it's skill-based. And I don't even know how they are going to do that, but I know this is where it's going. And with us, we have somebody who covers gaming for the Las Vegas Review-Journal, Rick Velota. Now, Rick, welcome here. I understand Caesars and uh, Gamblet Gaming have gotten together. They're going to put their first uh, trial phase over at the Planet Hollywood and so forth. So what does this kind of look like? I mean, is this something, when, when, you, when they say gaming, we're not talking about a game of chance. We're talking about a game where two people play each other, right? Well, there, there's a lot of different iterations, and I think that's what's so exciting about, uh, about some of the, the changes that are being made. And just to, just to give you a little background first before I go into some of those other details, this was something that had to be run through our uh, regulative a regulatory process before it could even happen, because as you as you probably know, the the, the for forever it's been that uh, gaming involves uh, chance, not not skill, and um, the, the the problem was is that there were a lot of uh, potential customers out there, some of the younger generation, the millennials out there, who didn't really like that. They didn't like the the game of chance. They they felt like pulling on a slot machine. Uh, handles was was kind of boring, and that maybe there would be something else to do. So several of the innovative innovators in, in Las Vegas came up with this idea of perhaps putting together some kind of a structure in which you could have skill based. And when we're talking about skill based, we're looking at video games primarily. And the the other iteration about this that's that's really kind of exciting is that not only do you have player against player, but you have the potential for having. Uh, betting on players who are playing each other so that there's there's uh, that iteration and then some of some of the skill-based gaming that's coming around doesn't even involve machines it involves actual skills that you would uh, would, would hone on the golf course for example there's a a project over at uh, MGM right now in which you can p- actually have putting contests and they're going to be trying to get that regulated they they still have to run it through the gaming control board but 
it, it involves having skill-based contests based on your putting skills. That's fascinating. Now, is there a point where the you don't play against the house the way you would in blackjack or in any other sport, right? So the house makes their money then in the same way they do like in a poker thing where they're taking a percentage of each pot, or how does that work? Exactly. That's exactly how they do it, and, and you, you kind of hit on another important part of this, and that is that if you really think about it, poker is a skill-based game. So this is just kind of a, an extension of, of that type of concept in terms of there being uh, uh, a rake involved in which the no matter who wins the game, uh, the, the house is going to get a percentage of that, and that's where they're going to be making their money in terms of that. Then, of course, there's also the opportunity to make money, as I said, if um, in, in, in some of these big tournament style of, uh, of uh, video games that are out there, you'll have uh, large competitive teams that are going to be actually playing against each other in, a, in almost a stadium-type format. And when that happens, you'll be able to have the ability to bet on which team is going to win, which team is going to lose. And that would kind of operate the similar way as a sports book. So there would be, a, 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 again, a, a vigorish in, involved in that. The house gets a percentage of the overall. And then the, uh, the, the winning side gets uh, the, the prize, and then the losing side uh, doesn't so there that's that's how that's going to work too but in, in terms of just the slot machines that the average person can play in uh, in the casino a lot of it's going to look familiar there's um, uh, actually the the first video game that I saw that uh, that involved skill based is a, a, a common uh, video game called Frogger and I, I think a lot of people have have heard about that or know what that is uh, the Seinfeld people made uh, made that right. game famous with an episode of theirs in which George Costanza was uh, had the high high score for some <laughs> some some portion of time and he was trying to keep that score going. But but as far as it, in a in a casino game, you can play Frogger and then there's uh, levels of play. If you if you score the highest over a certain period of time, then you would be considered the winner. So. It, uh, it it plays very much the same way as it does in the old uh, uh, places where we would would pick up those games, and it, it's just the same. And it's the, the concept is very much the same. It's you know getting your frog to cross the highway without getting squished by a vehicle. So it's a it, it's a it's a game that uh, and that is actually in play right now. It's over at uh, MGM. I, I have to say that I haven't specifically seen these new games over at Planet Hollywood that you referenced. But uh, uh, Gambit is uh, is one of those companies that is really into this, and they are going to be uh, uh, or Gamblet. I'm sorry, it's called Gamblet. And what what they're going to do is uh, process a number of different types of games of this type. And the first ones that we're seeing here in Las Vegas are at Planet Hollywood. They were just installed, and I haven't gotten over to see them yet. Yeah, I'm wondering, Rick, is this a way of the casinos again? diversifying so you know number one they want to hit this target audience but number two it brings that target audience into the casino and the chances are when they're done with that maybe they will go play in a slot machine or maybe they'll go sit in a a blackjack table or something of that nature is it just another another thing to offer people to come to las vegas that that's exactly right uh you 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 hit the navel on the head steven steven because one of the things that um that they've noticed is because this generation does not really enjoy sitting in front of a slot machine they they've they've been uh, you know they're, they're trying to figure out ways to get them to play and some of the some of the ideas that have come that, that they've come up with have been 
I, I think a little bit silly, but um, but I don't know. I'll let, uh, let the public be the judge of that. Uh, one, one such example is uh, there was a guy who indicated that, um, you know, maybe the slot machines would be more exciting if the images on the reels that were spinning around were something I was familiar with or comfortable with. So they've devised a way that you can capture images that you have in your cell phone. So maybe a picture of your, your wife or your, your husband or your girlfriend or your boyfriend is on one of the reels, and it spins around. So, again, I don't know whether that's going to attract people to, to play a game of, of chance like that, but that's just one of the ideas that are out there. The, the point, I think, is, is that because they want to, to introduce this to others, they are coming up with different ideas. And then strategically, in the casino, they're going to try to place them near some of these other table-type games that you, you referenced. Uh, blackjack, for example, is something that I think that some millennials are kind of getting to enjoy a little bit more. And, and there is a, a certain amount of skill to that. There's certainly some plays that you can make in order to, to be uh, more, uh, to be better at the game. But um, the, I think a lot of the, the iterations that we're seeing in the blackjack side is that they're building more uh, uh, social uh, engagement type uh, areas to play. So you'll have multiple people playing at one table like you do now, except it's all going to be computer generated. And um, people can kind of sit around stadium style and talk to each other at the same time, and nobody's distracted because it's all generated by a computer. Yeah, I've heard about that, the stadium blackjack. I guess they have it over at the Venetian, among other places. And it's just, I guess it kind of is the evolution of what people want, because I think growing up with blackjack and so forth, people wanted that five five, six people sitting around a table and, you know, getting to talk to the dealer. And now I guess that's something where you can bring people in and you're all playing against the same thing, you know. And I guess that's also the trust we have in computers and stuff, which at one time, you know, you always would think, uh-oh, they could be pulling something. Now I guess people just accept it. Right. And and I, I think that, uh, again, uh, and it's kind of funny because over at um, – at uh, MGM, they have a, a an area specifically designated for the millennial uh, audience that they're trying to draw. In just a moment, you'll hear more from gaming and entertainment writer Rick Velota of the Las Vegas Review-Journal. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Manchie. World-class hotels, dining, gaming, special events, and more. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You may not realize it, but there's a source of renewable energy right in your neighborhood, and you're helping to power it. Today, waste management is using the resources at our disposal to create energy from waste. Enough green energy to power over one million homes. It's an idea we're proud to drive forward. From everyday collection to environmental protection. Think green. Think waste management. Forgotten Heroes, the independent film that Hollywood refused to distribute. They were asked to risk their lives in order to save their enemy. The producers of Forgotten Heroes are donating 25% of all sales to the American Veterans Disabled for Life Memorial Fund. We need someone to go in there and bring them out. From first-time director Jack Marino, the home run for America's Vietnam veteran. They are forgotten heroes. 
Buy the DVD now at ForgottenHeroesTheMovie.com. That's ForgottenHeroesTheMovie.com. Are you looking to save money on your prescription medications? Are your prescription costs too high? Are you paying out of pocket for your meds? Or is your copay too high? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, you've got to check out the RX Cut free prescription discount card. And getting your free discount card is easy. All you do is go to the website rxcutdiscounts.com. The free RX Cut prescription discount card allows you to get significant discounts on either brand name or generic prescription medications, and it also works on meds with high copays. There are no fees, no forms, no personal information needed, and the cards are active immediately. Discount cards are also good for the entire family, and they never expire. Again, to get your free discount cards, visit rxcutdiscounts.com. You may get the free discount card either by U.S. mail, email, text, or simply print out the discount card online. I'm here with Logan Reed, my own personal business coach that does so much more than just business. Logan, do you find that people come to you thinking about business and ended up leaving where it's really about their entire life? That's actually a great question because what I find is that people often come to me and ask, am I a business coach, am I a career coach, am I a life coach? And I say, I don't care what you call me because when you change any part of your life, so if we're talking about your career or your relationship, it's going to change everything. So when we make changes in one part, it touches every part of our life. So how do we get involved? How do we get more information about about you and what you're doing? Sure. You can give me a call at 360-529-1848 or email me at logan at loganreadcoaching.com. And you can also check out my website if you want to learn more about me at loganreadcoaching.com. You may be hearing about people having trouble making mortgage payments and risking losing their homes. Many of them just aren't aware of the options that can prevent foreclosure. There are many options available to homeowners, such as repayment and forbearance plans, loan modifications, and even refinancing. Where does someone go for help? They should talk directly with their lender or a qualified HUD-approved counseling agency. Both can provide helpful information without charging a fee. According to PMI Mortgage Insurance Company, it's not a good idea to pay for services that you can get for free from a lender or a qualified nonprofit counseling agency. To learn more, visit homesafepmi.com or call HUD at 1-800-569-4287 for a counseling agency near you. That's 1-800-569-4287. This message is brought to you by PMI, supporting sustainable home ownership that strengthens communities. We return to Vegas Never Sleeps. Here's Stephen Maggi. You are listening to Rick Velota of the Las Vegas Review-Journal, and we're discussing the new effort to bring the millennials into the casino. Now, Rick, you were saying the MGM has set aside an area specifically for these new skill-based games. And it's right near Hakkasan, so I mean, it makes sense. You go to the nightclub uh, and, and, and maybe spend some time there, go down to the casino, which is right next door, which has a bunch of games that are specifically uh, geared toward toward your generation uh, a lot of the artwork is is all put together in a way that's appealing to younger people the music that's being played 
is uh, is on the playlist of some of these uh, millennial people that 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 show up at the casinos. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a it's a really directed effort to try to get a new generation of people playing. And then if you mix in some of these other traditional games that, that you and I are used to, like blackjack or, or um, uh, you know, m- maybe even some of the, the, the more exotic uh, card games that are out there now, then, then perhaps they'll, they'll give a look at those because they're right in the vicinity and they'll, they'll try to play them. Do you see two more like aiming at themes and so forth, just like in the way our television now is, you know, you can pick out, you can watch golf all day, for example, if you want, or whatever it is. Are they going to be doing that like for – just uh, comes to my mind, games are like Madden and that type of thing. Do you see them close to the sports book? So if you're really a sports nut, you can do everything, and of course you can spend your money there. Well, that uh, I, I think that's definitely a strategy that, that some of the properties are looking at. And I, I guess I should also mention that uh, the Level Up and Hakkasan uh, locations at MGM are also right next to the sports book. So, so there you go. That that's a that's an idea. Now, so, some of the the play that's going on uh, in downtown Las Vegas right now is uh, developed around uh, having actual venues built so that people can watch these competitions. And it's almost like going to a sporting event because you have people who are cheering for one side or the other side. Um, and, and it's it's kind of a, a, a just an interesting thing to, to watch because you've got you know these, these teams of players who are sitting there with their headphones on and they're manipulating the joysticks yeah. And all the action is is projected up onto a giant screen, so that people can watch all the moves that are going on. And some some of these uh, some of these new video games that are out now are are far more sophisticated. They're they're strategic war type games and things like that, and fantasy games of 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 different genres. All of them have the uh, the appeal to that generation, and certainly all those people who are going to be watching those things are going to be interested in, in A, supporting their team, and B, maybe placing a bet on them. You know, Rick, people probably are wondering in places like Caesars and MGM and so forth, they're constantly looking at different ways to evolve and to move, right? I mean, I understand it's even thing like with the slot machines, you always have to be changing them because people get tired of the same things and you're trying to attract new people. I mean, there are people that just do this for a living, right, where it's just thinking of this stuff. Sure, these, these floor managers, and, and they're, they're so good at what they do because they know precisely what type of, of draw a certain machine is, so they know where best to locate it in the casino. They know um, when, a, when a game is starting to get tired and they'll know how to retire it. They'll uh, figure out ways that uh, they can try different things with certain machines. And then, of course, some of the new generation machines that are out, you can actually change the game or the format in the box uh, right there on the floor so you don't even have to go out and purchase a new machine to put there. You can actually just change the optics and make it a little bit of a different game. And perhaps that changes the whole uh, outlook in terms of how many people play it and as a result how many uh, how much money they can make from that machine and i think if people are afraid of this at all i understand like in the article you guys wrote uh, regarding those uh, couple of places that there was caesars was opening up one of them they said they have brand ambassadors that are standing near the machines to help so i mean they don't miss a trick right i mean hey if something in interest you we'll show you how to do it well exactly and that, and that i think is actually a pretty helpful concept because even though slot machines are probably the most, you know, they're, they're the simplest thing to, to do once you're in a casino. It's just, you know, put your money in and, and have at it. But I, I think a lot of people like to have that, uh, that extra help in terms of explaining how the thing works. And uh, 
some of the some of the slot machines now, even the ones that are not skill based, are just chance games. They're they're so sophisticated that you might need a guide in terms of figuring out how how to you know how the the rows line up, for example, on yeah. a, on a winning spin. Uh, it, it does help to have somebody who can actually explain it to you. And once you know what it is and how it works, you may be more inclined to play it. Well, you know, for a long time now, the casinos have had this deal, especially the bigger casinos, where they'll teach you how to play blackjack or craps or whatever, and they'll go out there. Are they going to be doing that with these things as well, you know, where they're going to have, like, classes, do you think, and that sort of thing? I, I don't know if it's gotten to that level where they would have classes, but I, I suppose it's something that we're going to have to watch and see because it it's possible that that may be something that would be next. Uh, you're absolutely right. There are still casinos out there that have uh, daily uh, uh, educational sessions on how to play craps and how to play blackjack and uh, some of the other, you know, the Baccarat, that, that would be something that I think that they'd be interested in doing because that certainly is the the uh, preferred game of, of Asians coming in. And we have, certainly have a lot of players that, that come from countries that, that favor Baccarat. So I, I would think that uh, that would continue on on the slot machine side as well, especially as these games become more sophisticated. Okay, a couple more questions. If uh, Rick, if people want to come down and try out some of the things, where do you suggest are the best places to go? And I know you know everybody has some to a certain extent, but is there some places that uh, people really could go to get kind of the first look at this stuff? Sure. Uh, again, like I said, over at MGM, there's the Level Up area, which is near Hakkasan. The uh, the the Planet Hollywood is going to be installing more of their uh, skill-based games. Uh, so that's a, another place to go. And then if you go to downtown, uh, the, uh, the the downtown Grand is uh, really big on uh, having these tournament-style games. They they actually have regular tournaments on weekends. I think it's every just about every weekend. Yeah, that could be a lot of fun. So last question, Rick. Put your uh, – or get your crystal ball out or whatever. You know, you cover this – where do you see the future of gaming as you look in the next five, ten years? You know, obviously this is a place that's going to go. Is there anything else out there? Beer pong, and I, I, there, there's no gaming involved with that, but they just have these setups all over the uh, all over the area, so that people can uh, just enjoy themselves when they're there. Well, think about that. Maybe that becomes a, a skill-based game at some point in time. Maybe ping pong becomes a skill-based game at some point in time. There, there are just a lot of ideas that haven't even been explored yet. We're just, just now, just getting started on this because uh, I think that the, the, that they're going to try to push the boundaries as they find out what types of games appeal to people who are showing up. Yeah, and it seems like a sort of a fusion between what we used to see for kids at the Excalibur and Circus Circus, and now bringing it really into the main casino in a way. Absolutely, and and those who you know we we criticize or make fun of people who spend all their time just playing video games and getting good at them. Well, now maybe we won't be laughing at them so much because they're actually going to be pretty good players once they get into the casino and playing this type of stuff for money. Rick, real pleasure on this. If people want to follow you, because I think everybody's interested in this, where can we go online to follow you? Well, I'm I'm on uh, Twitter, and it's at Rick Vallada, and it's R-I-C-K-V as in Victor, E-L-O-T-T-A. I uh, cover the, the gaming and tourism uh, industry for, for Las Vegas, and along with my uh, colleague Todd Prince, who wrote the story that you uh, talked about regarding the new games over uh, that by Gamblet has put in over at Planet Hollywood. Thanks so much for being with us, Rick. Really, we'd love to have you on again to talk more about this stuff. That sounds like fun. We'll do it again. When we come back, we will continue our conversation of last week with urban designer Stefan Al, whose new book is The Strip. 
You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. I'm here with Logan Reed, my own personal business coach that does so much more than just business. Logan, do you find that people come to you thinking about business and ended up leaving where it's really about their entire life? That's actually a great question because what I find is that people often come to me and ask, am I a business coach, am I a career coach, am I a life coach? And I say, I don't care what you call me because when you change any part of your life, so if we're talking about your career or your relationship, it's going to change everything. So when we make changes in one part, it touches every part of our life. So how do we get involved? How do we get more information about about you and what you're doing? Sure. You can give me a call at 360-529-1848. Or email me at logan at loganreadcoaching.com. And you could also check out my website if you want to learn more about me at loganreadcoaching.com. Waste management has earth-friendly plans that fit the biggest corporations and recycling programs to help smaller companies get started. We're there for you every night and on the job with you every day. When you put waste management to work, you get an environmental partner and big ideas for every size business. From everyday collection to environmental protection, think green, think waste management. To learn more, visit WM.com. Forgotten Heroes, the independent film that Hollywood refused to distribute. They were asked to risk their lives in order to save their enemy. The producers of Forgotten Heroes are donating 25% of all sales to the American Veterans Disabled for Life Memorial Fund. We need someone to go in there and bring them out. From first-time director Jack Marino, the home run for America's Vietnam veterans. They are Forgotten Heroes. Buy the DVD now at ForgottenHeroesTheMovie.com. That's ForgottenHeroesTheMovie.com. Dear Daddy, dear Mom, I love you. I miss you. I'm proud to call you my father. Every year, Snowball Express honors the children of our fallen military, heroes who made the ultimate sacrifice for our nation. Hi, everybody. I'm Tony Orlando. Did you know that more than 8,500 children have lost a parent in military service since 9-11. Our soldiers died fighting for our freedom, and their children, they continue to suffer the loss. Join me in proudly supporting Snowball Express, a nonprofit charity that creates opportunities to help heal the children of our fallen heroes. Their year-long efforts culminate in a special week of fun, friendship, and hope. We can never fully express the gratitude for the ultimate sacrifice our soldiers have made, but we can honor them by giving back to their children. Please, you join me? Donate now at snowballexpress.org. It's our last errand today, Jimmy. Just need to pick up some light bulbs. Whoa, there's so many. Did Grandma tell you which ones to buy? No, but check out the label on this package. It'll help us find the right bulbs. Does it really matter? Well, sure. The new light bulbs use a lot less energy, so we save money on our electric bill by using an energy-saving incandescent, CFL, or LED. How about this bulb? Let's see. We need to replace the 60-watt bulbs in our bedside lamps. That one is 800 lumens, so it should do the trick. I've never heard of lumens. Lumens tell us how bright the light is. The more lumens, the brighter the bulb. You know, Grandpa... You're a pretty bright guy. (laughs) Yeah, you're pretty smart yourself, Jimmy. 
Lumens, the new way to shop for light. Learn more at energysavers.gov. That's energysavers.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Energy. And now, more Vegas Never Sleeps. Here's Stephen Maggi once again. Back with us again this week is Stefan Al, the author of The Strip, which takes you on an architectural timeline of The Strip and shows just how much it reflects American culture. We were just starting to take a look at the, some of the characters in Vegas that helped build and revamp The Strip. The conversation has started with the famed mobster Bugsy Siegel. Now, Stefan, in your opinion, was Bugsy a visionary? In a way, you know, this over-the-top uh, attitude that he uh, represents uh, was was perhaps necessary to to get people to the uh, to the uh, to the strip and get them to uh, the desert, right? Because this is a, a long drive from uh, Los Angeles, right? So to, to so in a way he was visionary, but uh, he didn't invent the uh, flamingo. Uh, that was actually someone else's in, invention. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Wilkerson, Billy Wilkerson, who was a Los Angeles a gambler and also nightclub operator, uh, but he uh, Bugsy took it over, and he was visionary in that it was so over the top. But then, uh, tragically, he was shot. Okay, uh, so you, so he's gone, and for a while the mob was running it and so forth. There was great entertainment there. People always talk about Howard Hughes as the guy that changed it from that mob-run place to a place where the big businesses come. How important yeah. was Howard Hughes, and how did it fit in terms of all the what happened on the Strip? Well, well, physically, he hasn't made uh, a change because he was um, sort of towards the end of his career, and um, he, he, he never left his hotel room in all the time that he was in Las Vegas, and uh, he was... Um, addicted to prescription drugs, and he was a shadow of his former self. Uh, so, and, and he never actually built um, a casino when he was um, alive, uh, or renovated one. The only thing is that he bought up a lot of hotels and, and casinos, and uh, it's his reputation uh, that really changed the perception of uh, of Las Vegas and, and gambling. As something that that corporations could also uh, make money with and and be acceptable for corporations to meddle with. So up until Howard Hughes, it was mainly kind of illegitimate uh, sources of finance, like mafia money or or through uh, the Teamster Pensions Funds, which was also mafia controlled. Right. But Howard Hughes showed that it was possible for a corporation to. To own a, 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 a casino, and it really changed the uh, attitude, and uh, it also helped the passing of a new law, uh, the corporate gaming law, uh, which uh, kind of for the first time um, in, in, in a decade allowed uh, corporations to own and uh, operate uh, casinos. That also then changed the architectural style because as Corporations came into Las Vegas. Corporations like uh, you know Hilton. They also brought with them their uh, aesthetic there, and uh, as a result, you, you can see that all those casinos that are being built during that period, the late '60s and the early '70s, uh, they they kind of uh, built in the style that we call corporate modernism, 
right. uh, which was kind of uh, bare concrete um, skyscrapers and very different from the 60s casinos, which, which were kind of covered in neon. Um, and before, for instance, Circus Circus, which was the shape of a, of a circus tent with animals walking around and orangutans. So the corporations really changed this uh, kind of 60s neon uh, strip to something that was more kind of uh, streamlined and, and corporate. Well, let's talk then to about today's. I think there's two big kingmakers, and I think they're interesting. Sheldon Adelson, who owns the Venetian, among others, and Steve Wynn, which has been involved in Vegas history for a while. I yeah. find it funny that their hotels are next to each other, and each one tries to build another tower next to the other that's just a little bit bigger, and then the other guy builds one and so forth. Yeah. Talk about those yeah. two, because I, th- I find their rivalry and what they're doing really interesting. Yeah, no, it's a fascinating rivalry, and Sheldon Adelson is really someone who, and actually Steve Wynn too, who really you know rose the ranks in Las Vegas, uh, and 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 these people are really self-made uh, people, so they have a lot of, in common, and how they're both you know uh, billionaires and super successful, and and not just building in Las Vegas, but building um, around the world. More in a moment with Stefan Al urban designer and author of the great new book, The Strip, which was featured last weekend in the Wall Street Journal. You are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Manji. Check us out on Twitter and at twitter.com forward slash Vegas Never Sleeps. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You'd never suspect that you could find natural beauty as part of a working landfill. You can. Today, waste management landfills provide more than 17,000 acres of protected land for wildlife habitats. Working closely with communities and the Wildlife Habitat Council, we can ensure there will be protected space for native animal and plant life to thrive. From everyday collection to environmental protection, think green, think waste management. With all the talk of fake news today, it's getting harder to know who to trust. Thousands of websites, millions of opinions, even the mainstream media has gotten caught in dishonest reporting. Now, if you're looking for information you can trust, why don't you try westernfreepress.com. At Western Free Press, they let you know where they stand, and you can judge for yourself. No fake news, no feigned objectivity, just straight news and strong opinion. That's westernfreepress.com. Hello? Lisa, it's Janet. What's wrong? Oh, it's just the bridesmaids' dresses for Lindsay's wedding. Oh, no, tell me they're not fuchsia. Oh, they're not fuchsia. Then what? Oh, they're gaudy, aren't they? All ruffles and lace. (laughs) Great. We'll look like a chorus line. No, no, no. They're really quite simple. It's the material I'm most concerned about. Oh, I knew it. I specifically said no chiffon. I mean, it's so passe. I just don't think... It's not chiffon. Then what? They're made out of old yellow pages. What? I didn't catch that. It sounded like you said they're made out of old yellow pages. Yep. I'm afraid you heard right. It's got something to do with recycling and good karma on her wedding day. Oh, that's special. I'm not going to know whether a guy's checking me out or just looking for the number of a good mechanic. Funny. Very funny. 
There's a better way to recycle your outdated Dex phone books. Find out just how easy we've made it in your neighborhood. Call 1-877-2-GET-DEX or log on to DexNose.com. Dear Daddy, Dear Mom, I love you. I miss you. Every year, Snowball Express honors the children of fallen soldiers. Hi, everybody. I'm Tony Orlando. Join me in proudly supporting Snowball Express, a nonprofit that creates opportunities to help heal the children of our fallen heroes. We can never repay the sacrifice our soldiers have made, but we can honor them by giving back to their children. Donate now at SnowballExpress.org. My son Casey was a bright, fearless 20-year-old with a boundless future ahead of him. But in the blink of an eye, he was gone. While out riding a skateboard, Casey fell. He was not wearing a helmet. Our whole family wishes he was. It could have saved his life. I'm Captain Kevin Raffelli of the San Mateo Police Department. Parents, encourage your kids to strap on a helmet every time they jump on a bike, scooter, or skateboard. Think of my son Casey and use your head. Put a helmet on. It could save your life. A message from the Consumer Product Safety Commission. I had a sore in my mouth that just wouldn't go away. And after a couple of weeks, I went to my doctor. A sore, lump, or thick patch in your mouth or throat could be a symptom of oral cancer. My doctor told me I was smart to come in. He said that oral cancer is more common in African-American men than in any other group in the U.S. It turns out I did have oral cancer. But it was caught early, and my treatment was successful. I'm glad I got it checked. That probably saved my life. If you're an African-American man, you need to know about oral cancer. Visit a doctor or dentist if you see changes in your mouth that don't go away after two weeks. It's important to get an oral cancer exam because if you do have cancer, the earlier it's caught, the better. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, National Institutes of Health. Time for more Vegas Never Sleeps. Again, here's your host, Stephen Maggi. You are listening to designer Stefan Al, author of The Strip. Stefan was just discussing the rivalry between Vegas developers Steve Wynn and Sheldon Adelson. But both of them are really uh, important figures. Uh, Steve Wynn, because of uh, his Mirage uh, Hotel and the Bellagio and the Treasure Island, and the win and and the encore and he's kind of helped reinvent the image of Las Vegas so many times. So, in the 1980s when uh, Las Vegas was or the Strip was going through a slump, he invested millions of dollars in the in the Mirage and, and it was all bought on junk bonds, which was highly risky and a lot of people questioned his ability to even make the money back. And here he was spending money on an exploding volcano. <laughs> uh, it, it was uh, really uh, groundbreaking and very risky at yeah. the time, and it turned out to be a massive uh, success. So it's it's really amazing. And the same with the Bellagio, for instance, right? We also a casino that was at the time the most expensive hotel uh, casino of the world, and here he is, you know, spending millions on creating this artificial lake with fountains and. Uh, this uh, beautiful lobby art uh, by Dale Shahuli in, in the lobby, and 
a lot of people ask, you know, if it, can can this sustain? You know, can we really have uh, so many uh, new hotel rooms that are so expensive? And you know, he proved all the skeptics wrong. Yeah. And then I think what's significant about Sheldon Edelson is that he really kind of upped the conferences in uh, Las Vegas. So he obviously comes from the conference world uh, with his um, uh, computer uh, conference Comdex, and he uh, changed the uh, the suite of the casino to have more uh, more of a business side, uh, and and. And this is really important because if you look at the casino complex today, it's no longer just in uh, Las Vegas. It's really gone global. And for instance, what's what's very significant is that uh, Singapore, it's a it's a, a city that's considered in Asia as a model city, built its new central business district around um, a casino com- complex by uh, Sheldon Edelson, the Marina Bay Sands. And the only reason they they do that is because uh, it's not just gambling, but it's also a hotel. It has entertainment, and very importantly, it has a, a massive conference center. And it's also seen as a place to do business. So I think uh, Sheldon Ellison can really be credited by by taking this kind of casino complex uh, global, and uh, the Marina Bay Sands is, uh, as far as I know, uh, the world's highest grossing. Uh, casino complex. Well, one couple of last points. One is, how do you see the future? Because you've obviously got a feel for the trends and so forth. Now they've got a football team coming. They already got a hockey team. They're going to build a big indoor stadium to go along with the arena they built for the hockey team and so forth. What does the strip look like in your mind? Maybe twenty years from now, do you have any idea? Yeah, that's 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 really um, interesting. That it now has a football team and and uh, you know sports and events and and uh, I think all these things are um, ways to cater to uh, millennials that don't care so much about gambling. So increasingly, it's going away from that. And then the second thing I think is that there's a more uh, it's it's a it's a trend towards uh, international customers and particularly. Uh, Chinese and a lot of Chinese investment in California and also New York and uh, and 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 uh, we've already seen this on the strip for 20 years how you know, casino developers they hire feng shui masters and make sure that everything um, is is in tune with potential Chinese customers. But uh, I also know that there's some uh, potentially Chinese themed casinos that are going to be built uh, on the strip. And this is not surprising because you know, if you go to China, Macau, for instance, uh, which um, which built uh, more or less a copy of the Las Vegas Strip, is incredibly successful and now makes about seven times uh, the revenue that uh, Las Vegas does. Wow. Uh, so I think uh, Vegas developers are very eager to also uh, attract some of those uh, customers, which are all like uh, kind of the whales, big spending customers. Uh, to Las Vegas. It's incredible. Last question. What really hit me about this book, it makes a difference. There's a lot of books written on Las Vegas, and I've seen them all, and they're all fun to have, but what I thought you did that nobody else really does is you got it away from being a caricature of itself. You know, kind of everybody has this image, 
And instead, you really went through it as a different way and kind of gave the city a certain respect. It's not just an amusement park, even though you use the theme park to show the changes, but there's a lot more to it. Was that something you were trying to do to kind of give it a different look than others have in the past? Yeah, so in the architecture and urban planning world, uh, Las Vegas is being uh, dismissed. It's not being taken very seriously, but but I think that... uh, it's really cutting edge, all the changes that are happening. And, for instance, uh, for the Project City Center, it's the world's uh, largest uh, green building. And all these technology that was being invested in, you know, having uh, facades that, uh, that are low energy and, and having shower heads that were invented in Las Vegas that are low flow to, to save water. And, and Las Vegas actually... Uh, has been really inventive in, in trying to save uh, water. It's also been very wasteful at the same time by building all these fake lakes. And in terms of architecture, when you go there, you, know, you see the latest technologies on the strip, uh, windows that open automatically when you enter your uh, curtains that open automatically when you enter your room. Um, and it's it's really on the forefront, I think, of, uh, of where our kind of society and, and technology and culture uh, is headed. Well, I know a lot of people have Architecture Digest on their coffee tables. This is a book that you can put on your coffee table and everybody will want to pick up and read. And if you like history, it's wonderful, too. It's called The Strip. Stefan, where do we get The Strip? Uh, well, it should be in, in the bookstores and, and, and Amazon. And, uh, yeah, just Google The Strip, Las Vegas, and the Architecture of the American Dream. Thanks so much for being with us today, Stefan. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Stephen. Uh, I enjoyed the conversation. Back with your Vegas Insider in a moment. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Is there something you've always wanted to know about Las Vegas? Drop us a line at info at VegasNeverSleeps.com. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. I'm here with Logan Reed, my own personal business coach. You know, a lot of people may think this is all a bunch of psychobabble and that kind of thing. But in reality, this is stuff that on the surface may seem like we're going to explore our background. But actually, we're just getting really in touch with ourselves to see how we can be more successful. Is that what you try to do with people? It is. So I'm not so interested in what's happened in the past. What I'm looking for is where people are now, where they want to be, and coaching always takes place in the gap. So what are the things, where are the places where they're getting stopped that's in that gap? And then when we move through those, they end up having what they want, whatever their goal is for themselves. Okay, we're all excited about it now. So how do we get involved? How do we get more information about about you and what you're doing? Sure, you can give me a call at 360-529-1848 or email me at logan at loganreadcoaching.com. And you could also check out my website if you want to learn more about me at loganreadcoaching.com. Dear Daddy, Dear Mom, I love you. I miss you. I'm proud to call you my father. Every year, Snowball Express honors the children of our fallen military. Heroes who made the ultimate sacrifice for our nation. Hi everybody, I'm Tony Orlando. Did you know that more than 8,500 children have lost a parent in military service since 9-11? Our soldiers died fighting for our freedom, and their children, they continue to suffer the loss. 
Join me in proudly supporting Snowball Express, a nonprofit charity that creates opportunities to help heal the children of our fallen heroes. Their year-long efforts culminate in a special week of fun, friendship, and hope. We can never fully express the gratitude for the ultimate sacrifice our soldiers have made, but we can honor them by giving back to their children. Please, you join me? Donate now at snowballexpress.org. With all the talk of fake news today, it's getting harder to know who to trust. Thousands of websites, millions of opinions, even the mainstream media has gotten caught in dishonest reporting. Now, if you're looking for information you can trust, why don't you try westernfreepress.com. At Western Free Press, they let you know where they stand and you can judge for yourself. No fake news, no feigned objectivity, just straight news and strong opinion. That's westernfreepress.com. Hi, I'm Jet Williams. Even though I never knew my father, Hank Williams, his legacy taught me the meaning of lending a helping hand. That's why I support the Orphan Foundation of America. OFA is committed to providing education, mentoring, and a workplace readiness for thousands of teens aging out of the foster care system. With the help of OFA's support programs, these young people can go to college and trade school, graduate, and make the leap from foster care to success. To learn how you can help, visit Orphan.org. Back for more, Vegas Never Sleeps. Once again, here's Stephen Maggi. Time once again for a visit with your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com. And when you've got some time, you really need to visit Vital Vegas. Scott covers just about anything with Las Vegas. If you can think about it, he's got a comment on it. On today's show, Scott will tell us about a performer that you really need to check out on your next visit. Another thing you love that... I think people are going to get excited about because we don't know about it. That's Xavier Mortimer's magical dream at the Planet Hollywood. You say it's incredible. Why is it incredible? Well, it is. I've seen pretty much every magic show in Las Vegas. That's not this. I think the name is misleading, and I told him this to his face. I said, you make it sound like it's a magic show. It's not really a magic show. There's magic in it. It is a Cirque du Soleil show. It just happens there's one guy in it. This guy actually is a former Cirque du Soleil performer. Xavier Mortimer is apparently his real name. I don't know how you get a name like that. Uh, But I don't think they're doing themselves any favor by having that be the name of the show. It's just confounding and... But what it really is, is this guy is so talented and he is so skilled in all of these circus disciplines, sleight of hand, and he's just, he's really put together a fantastic show. And it's one of those shows that doesn't get a ton of buzz, but it's totally entertaining. It's family friendly, reasonable ticket price, conveniently located in Planet Hollywood. And I just... I think I was just really struck by how original it was because if you've seen one Las Vegas magic show, you've seen them all. It's the same kind of, it's a big prop, we get it, it's a box, it's a tiger, whatever it is, that's fine. But this guy, there's something to it that is subtle and he makes it look so easy. He's probably the weakest part of it is that I, I think he's like French speaking and so when he tries to do the kind of patter, it doesn't, 
it's not the funniest thing in the world, but he gets past it pretty quickly and he goes into another set piece that's just another discipline of whether it's juggling or, you know, he he is a mentalist, he's a juggler, he's a he's a magician and just a super talented guy. It's him and his assistant and it's 90 minutes of just creativity and just, it's so enjoyable to see it and it's so refreshing that it's original and new. And if you like Cirque du Soleil, just downsize it and it's this guy. I highly recommend it. You can see Xavier Mortimer's Magical Dream Show any night of the week except Wednesdays. His shows start promptly at 7 p.m. at the Sin City Theater in the Planet Hollywood. For more information, just call 866-80-SHOWS. That's 866-80-SHOWS. And remember to check out VitalVegas.com for all of Scott Robin's reviews. That's VitalVegas.com. Well, thanks for joining us again this weekend. Be sure to join us again next week. Till then, this is Stephen Maggi reminding you, Vegas never sleeps. We'll see you next week for more excitement and energy from the desert. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Don't be stupid with your skin It's the only skin you're in Know what's good and bad to do Find the right and wrong for you It's time you learn what it's about Cause indoor tanning is out UV lamps from a tanning bed They can turn your skin beet red Wrinkles come from the UV light And eight spots make you go frightful sight With UV light, it gets worse Skin cancer is a wicked curse Don't be the one that's tan and dead Use your brain, use your head It's time you learn what it's about Cause indoor tanning is out. A message from the American Academy of Dermatology.